welcome to the Love, Sex and Freedom podcast. This is where you're going to discover how to bring awakening into the body and into everyday life through powerful tantric teachings. Get ready to release, open and step into your true power. Anytime that you're feeling anything, if you let go of the resistance to the feeling, then the body and you relax your body, then it passes. And suffering is never created by pain or lack of pleasure. Suffering is created by our resistance to pain and our attachment to pleasure. There's a part of us that's like, oh, why am I out? Why am I feeling this? What's going on? And then the body tenses and then it's like, (laughs) and maybe we're having memories and we're closing our eyes and we're not wanting to be here. But if we can just (sighs) breathe the body open and allow whatever is alive in us to be fully there, then the flow of life happens with a lot more ease and grace. So something I want to bring in at the outset of this week is that pain and pleasure are always going to be in the flow of life. It's an unavoidable fact of being human. Just just based on this energetic that we're born into, which is being separated from God, that's painful from the moment that we're born. You know, it's like... Gravity, what the fuck? I'm separate. Where's the cosmos that I was part of? So we're already like experiencing that. But then that separation, that duality also brings pleasure. It means that I'm here, you're there. And then, oh, wow, what happens when we touch and come together? (laughs) And... And what happens when I eat food that tastes delicious? And when I experience the contrast between darkness and light, between pain and pleasure. And really, if we were meant to just always be in an elated state or in bliss or in complete union and wholeness, then why would we incarnate? You know, as souls, we're there somewhere, right, before we go down the rainbow bridge into human incarnation, And we are one with everything and we are in bliss and we're in that complete soul space of there is no birth, there is no death, I'm eternal spirit and there's no separation that exists. But then when our soul incarnates into flesh, the soul is actually asking to experience that oneness and that remembering through the human form. So we have to go into the duality of the human experience and, and then allow the moments of authentic, embodied non-duality to, to come and go without attachment to them. Because really, the most pleasure we ever feel is when duality disappears. That's why, the, that's why people get so addicted to peak orgasms. It's, it's, in French, it's called le petit mort, the little death. Yeah, because finer fuckingly, we are not thinking, we are not separate, and we're just, right? And, and it's this usual, usually seven-second experience, and then the ego kicks back in that edges God out, right? 
However, that orgasmic experience can be something that is humming through all of our lives if we're making love to all of existence. And the way that we make love to all of existence is by receiving whatever's coming and feeling it and allowing it and not being attached or resistant to anything that's in that flow. That's where a soul leader is born because what you're transmitting is this being who is fucking fully here, fully present and totally out of control. And in that there's a centeredness of someone who knows themselves because they're not afraid to be here in themselves. And, and I want to mention something there. I'm noticing that sometimes people are reaching out to other people and hugging them and touching them and, and that's beautiful. That's part, of, that's part of the beauty of Tantra is that it doesn't exclude touch. It doesn't include sensuality. But what I, I want to invite is that you attune into people before you're bringing your energy into their field. So attunement can happen in a few ways. One way is by actually asking. It's like, Sai, I'm feeling like I'd really love to hold your hand. Would that be okay? Yes. Thanks. Another way would be that I connect with him. <laughs> I feel him. I think there might have been a little bit of uncomfortability there. <laughs> and then I could just reach out and, and just feel, you know, and, and, and test the waters. And Tantra slows everything down. And Tantra happens, you know, Tantra is often branded with being about sexuality because it doesn't exclude sexuality, right? But sexuality is like one tiny piece of the pie of Tantra. Tantra is self-inquiry. Tantra is shadow work. Tantra is calling in your power, reclaiming your innocence. Tantra is kundalini and Tantra is sexuality. And actually in Tantra, sexuality can't be separated from any of it because sexuality is life force energy. And that orgasm that everyone, that most people experience as a seven second explosion can be a, but can be something that's moving through your body the whole time you're making love, the whole time you're interacting with someone. The, and to some degree, as I was saying, with, with life itself, and it requires a fluidity. It requires an unpacking, a de-armoring of the parts of our personality that, is, that are afraid that something might cause pain or discomfort. But what if we didn't shy away from pain and discomfort? What if actually we saw pain and discomfort as energy just like anything else? Now, I'm, I'm probably the least resistant person to pain than anyone that I know besides my mentor, Bruce. And I probably feel less pain also than anyone I know. So the irony is that the more you actually allow it and you don't resist it because what you resist persists and where attention goes energy flows right so the more you just like placing your attention on the freedom of that and not trying to get rid of pain not trying to free yourself of pain but freeing the pain itself by being fully alive with it so I loved Sai's description this morning when he's like make the good gooder fuck yeah bring it on feel it fully when the air touches your skin 
feel that when you put your feet on the earth, oh, when you taste, when you fuck, when you do anything, when you like, you know, I love getting into bed when I'm naked and feeling the crisp sheets and just moving around and touching my body and oh, life is so good. And through breath, sound and movement, yeah, you make it gooder by ah, singing with it. And, you know, when I said yesterday, don't die with your music still in you, Wayne Dyer said that. It was a quote that used to, that was in our kitchen growing up. Don't die with your music still in you. Play your fucking music. Feel that. Sound is so powerful. And my ex-husband and I wrote a book called The Song of Tantra. And that's because every time we made love, we would sing. And every time we're out in nature, we would sing. And every time we went into any kind of ceremony, we would sing. And that sing was a prayer that moved through our body in gratitude for this human life that we have been graced with. But it's also in gratitude for everything that's not love that we get to purge out of our bodies so that we can feel greater compassion and we can love and serve with more authenticity. And if, you know, we explored passion yesterday and we're going to be exploring a lot of community. And if you put those words to, if you see the com part of community and the passion part of compassion and the com part of compassion. And, you know, I was doing a meditation once and I could just feel this connection between passion, compassion and community. It's like, have you ever met people who are meditators or do lots of passioners? And it's like, dude. I can't fucking feel you. They're, they're here somewhere. And because they're just witnessing their pain and they're not actually feeling it, then they can't practice compassion, right? Because they're not passionate. They fucking feel. Feel the passion of your longing. Feel the passion of your grief. Feel the passion of your rage. But don't make a fucking story about it. Yeah, it might be connected to a trauma in your past. It might be connected to this. It might be connected to that. Who gives a fuck, right? The important thing is that those cells that are feeling that and when memories come back, that that activation in your body is that you finally give yourself permission to feel the things that you couldn't feel. And rather than freeing yourself of pain, having that intention, you're freeing the pain itself by being in complete reverence to it with the song that's moving through your body. The song doesn't always have to be angelic. The song doesn't always have to be ah and ee. The song can also be ah, The song can also be ah, as your heart breaks for the longing of what isn't here that you're wanting to be here. But that song has no grace when it's sung with attachment to things being any different or when it's sung with resistance because when there's resistance, there's contraction and the body contorts. When there's, a, then when there's attachment, there's neediness and clinginess and desperation and both block the flow of universal source that you came from and that you are. And it's in that remembering that the fears that we have around really living our passion living our dharma, being on purpose. That's where the fears come from. Thanks for listening to the Love, Sex and Freedom podcast. For more great free resources, in-person and online workshops and our retreats, find us on Instagram and Facebook at Elia Tantra School or visit elia.com.au. See you next time.